tomorrow night. A debate tomorrow night and impeachment hearings going on right now. More on that in just a moment. I promise this. Well, I don't promise because I, 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 I might get a better one. This might be the last accidental text story. Mm. But good ones keep coming in. My husband travels a lot for work. He bought me a toy for a while I'm alone. It oh, came boy. in the mail. I made a video just for him with the new toy. Oh, I sent Lord. it. I oh, no. texted it to my sister. Oh, oh. I, I, the sister... Sister could be worse. It could be worse. Mom would be worse. Daughter? A daughter would Son? be... Oh, jeez. Oh, 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 my God. Whoop, I whoop, hadn't even thought whoop. of that. Friday yeah. nightmare alert. Friday nightmare yeah, either alert. Either one of your kids would just be... Oh. The, the years of counseling. Maybe a lobotomy. <laughs> I think you got to go lobotomy. Right? <laughs> right? Oh, my God. I hadn't even thought of that. That is beyond, that's unfixable. Oh, you have yeah. to change your name and move to another country. <laughs> <laughs> With your lobotomy. <laughs> Why are you here? I don't remember. Sister's pretty bad. I mean, that's that's pretty awful. You, yeah. don't, you don't want to see your yeah. siblings in that right. way. Yeah. But, uh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that to your son or your <laughs> daughter? <laughs> A national nightmare is upon us. Oh boy. I, I am have... disappearing now. I... It was nice knowing you. You will never hear from me again. I, I will be vanishing into the wilderness. <laughs> I would thank you not to ever mention my name again. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, wow. So wow, wow. there is a debate tomorrow night. Mayor Pete is in first place by 10 points in Iowa. Uh, I think that's pretty significant. He's he's the focus. Not Biden like the first couple debates or Warren that next debate. No, it's Pete tomorrow night. Also got this story out about him speaking at a Tea Party rally in 2010. He addressed a Tea Party rally in 2010 because he's one of those, we don't need to hate each other, there's common There's there's common ground, you know, we can agree on blah, blah, blah kind mm-hmm. of guys. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no room for that in the modern world. <laughs> and he's getting killed for having spoken at a Tea Party rally that a chunk of the Democratic Party believes was purely driven by racism. Right. Tea Party Party... Tea Party thing was all racism, and why is Mayor Pate getting involved in a racist activity? Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. I think he'll have to respond to that. You know, I think the. I see your point. I think the very question in front of the Democratic Party at this point is is there room for that in the modern world? Because uh, your your Liz's Warren and your Bernie's Sanders, their crowd, no, it's not. It's absolutely not. But your so called moderate lane. Which is the way the intelligentsia of the Democratic Party is leaning hard right now. I could see that cementing Pete's support. Yeah, well, if he can get the nomination, that's the hard part. If he got the nomination, this is a great story for him. Yeah. That he once spoke at a Tea Party rally, and he's being called a racist for doing it and standing up for himself. Right. That would be a great general election story for him. Give a little, uh, listen, I might disagree with you, but come, let's talk. Let me understand your point of view. That sort of message right now? I think would resonate. Whether he could be Trump or not is a completely different question. But, but uh, how does he get the nomination? I don't know. And yeah. he, Oh, and he's currently polling with black voters in South Carolina at 0%. 0%. That's within the margin of error. That's a low. Of 2%. He's behind Marianne Williamson, who has 1%. <laughs> not a joke. So the 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 highest conceivable amount of, of support, if he... Got screwed by the margin of error, I mean, 100%. Is, is four. Four. So it might be as high as four. 
Biden's at or as low as minus four, if that's a thing. Biden's got 44 percent of the black vote in South Carolina. Bernie's next way down at 10 and Elizabeth Warren eight. Then everybody's low single digits. Buttigieg again at zero. Um, And is it? Well, there's a lot of people at zero. I, I shouldn't assume that black voters don't want a gay candidate when they're not voting for Wayne Messam, Amy Klobuchar, Tulsi Gabbard, John Delaney, Julian Castro, Steve Bullock, Michael Bennett. Those are all at zero also. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. You know, it's this is a big, beautiful, complicated country. The fact that Pete is surging and up by double digits in Iowa, meanwhile can't get arrested in South Carolina unless he kisses his husband. Um, it's oh, just, wow. It's, it's really... <laughs> It just shows you what a, what a complicated place this, this wonderful country is. Speaking of the complications of this wonderful country, you have Chick-fil-A reassessing their charitable donations, and now they're not giving to controversial groups like the Salvation Army that supports traditional marriage. Um, that has caused a great angst and anger in the conservative community among people who supported them and the right to donate to whoever the hell they want. On the other hand... I would point out, and I agree with y'all, man, I went hardcore pro-Chick-fil-A at the time. Not only on the radio show, but with my own dollars. I remember when that with story your own first... mouth. That's right. Your own belly. That's right. I went hardcore. My dad and I, like the day after that story broke, my dad and I went to Chick-fil-A specifically to support them. Having said that, what we're fighting for was the right to donate to whoever the hell they wanted. <laughs> and that's what they're doing now. They're still doing what they perceive as good Christian outreach work, just a little more non-controversial. Now, some of it is donations toward uh, uh, homeless charities, and that bothers me a little bit for reasons we'll get into in a few minutes. And that's the, it is now the hot area to engage in if you want to rip off taxpayer money and charitable monies. The bums and junkies thing is the hot way to scam millions or tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. Um. So beware, beware. More on that to come. I got, One, I got another text to slip in here. Oh, boy. And then at some point, we ought to acknowledge to the folks just tuning in, yes, we are aware of what historians are referring to is the uh, Battle of Swalwell's Colon. Oh, wow. Geez. And that is the just inexcusable, deafening, <laughs> unmistakable expulsion of gas by Eric Swalwell. Hard fart primary. Hey, Hanson. Shocking. I can't figure out what's going on with the hearings. So I, both TVs appear to be live, and ABC's in hearings and CBS is in in break. They're bored. So are the hearings on right now or not? I am actually in break right now as well. I had to go back and talk to Marshall and coordinate some stuff, so I'm on pause. So I cannot answer your question, sir. There are things going on currently. Vindman seems to be answering but something CBS from Andre is, Carson. CBS is doing analysis. Okay, whatever. Um, They're tired of it. Doesn't matter. Uh, I got another one of these. My friend and I, uh, I presume these are, are girls. My friend and I were going to babysit for a lady whom at the time was our long-term substitute teacher. Sweetest lady you'd ever met. Uh-oh. I was on my way to pick up my friend. We were headed over to her house, and I te- accidentally texted the teacher instead of my friend. Oh, Lord. On my way, ho. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that one I can take. Oh, that one we can just enjoy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Well. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, right. That's enough of that.
So Eric Swalwell on Chris Matthews coming yeah, up and we'll, his uh, yeah, we'll get to that I and guess. his body noises. Yeah, it's terrible. It's it is shocking. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's it's one of the signs of a dying empire when your elected officials can't can't keep her just you know clamped down. A couple of stories about the homeless industrial complex. I don't know if I'm in the mood. I think I am. But the majority of L.A. County voters say taxpayer money on homelessness is not being spent effectively. Well, I would congratulate those good folks for perceiving that. Well, here's how you know it's not being spent effectively. There are freaking homeless people everywhere. <laughs> there are bums everywhere you yeah. And then uh, pretty, pretty Gavin Newsom, the governor of Cal Unicornia, has spent nearly $2 billion, or approved nearly $2 billion in new spending on housing programs and new laws to prevent evictions and rent control. Did you see Bernie tweeted yesterday that we need a nationwide rent control system? That's how to deal with the housing supply. It's just astounding. He's a crazy person. I mean, if you believe in nationwide rent control, you are a communist and or a crazy person. Yeah, I don't know where you find anybody that backs that point of view. Washington Post did a long editorial from the editorial board not that long ago about how rent control doesn't work. No, it never works. It never, ever, the Washington ever Washington Post, right. for all the obvious reasons. Oh, hey, one more thought on the uh, bumps and junkies thing. Uh, one of our beloved listeners sent us uh, a bunch of pict- pictures of um, the Seine. The, the river runs through Paris, and there, uh, there are bum tents all along the river. Now, you can't tell me rising housing prices in California have led to a bunch of French bums camping out. It seems to be a trend in Western societies that it's not compassionate or it's unfair or it's too mean to say, look... You can sleep anywhere you want, except here. Move along. It's very strange. But again, it's a, it's a fashion. It's a trend. It's a social norm that's changing. Um, it needs to change back before quality of life just goes through the toilet. Down the toilet. At the toilet. can't remember. There's a toilet. And anyway. is, is there a push for mandatory helmet laws for bicyclists? For adults. For adults. Yeah, I have heard there there's is. There's a big push for that. Maybe we'll mention that on the way, among other things. And uh, any highlights of the impeachment happen, happening, we'll bring them to you. So far, there haven't been on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This is pretty interesting. So I was trying to figure out, because we got a couple of TVs in here, and ABC was uh, had the impeachment hearings going on, and CBS had analysis. And I thought, well, are they just behind, or is one of my TVs wrong? No, now now CBS is into let's make a deal. So right. they, they, they bailed. They left. They decided to cut it off. They did a little analysis, and they went back to regular program regular programming. So that's the first of the major networks to decide, we can't keep running this thing wall to wall. So NBC and CBS are still running at wall-to-wall. ABC are, are, uh, has bailed. That's interesting. I wonder if others yeah. will follow suit because there's a lot of money at stake. You lose a lot of money. We've done this with uh, radio stations before. You lose a lot of money when you take a big story wall-to-wall and right. blow out all your commercials. And you might not know this, but the whole reason we're here is to air the commercials. What? It's not why I'm here, you, you, you mercenary. I'm here to spread truth and love. 
Uh, I tell you what, after old Lieutenant Colonel Vinman said, uh, yes, the transcript was not complete, but uh, it, there's nothing significant left off, and said, oh, the whole secret server thing? No, that's fine. It's appropriate. I had access to it. People who needed it had it. It's not a problem. So I'm, I have a feeling that there are people shouting in the newsrooms of CBS, um, and they made the decision, we're out. Let's start running commercials and shows again. And they should. They absolutely should. What's going on now is of no significance. I was surprised even last week that the big networks were going to were gonna take it wall to wall and blow out all their uh, very lucrative daytime programming. I was surprised by that. Yeah, just as a guy in the business, I'm curious whether CBS made that decision on the fly or if they'd planned on it all along. But um, as of when we're speaking these words, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Vinman is still speaking. Well, then that 13 million number from last week, which I guarantee it's dropped a lot. It might be half that this week. Mm-hmm. It's spread among a whole bunch of channels. Right. It's available literally anywhere. So you might have had 2 million people watching on CBS. How do you blow out all your commercials all day long for a show that 2 million people are watching? Right. Right. It would be insane. Unless you thought, you know, you had a responsibility to the nation. But my point is that having watched and listened to uh, several chunks of this throughout the morning... It's just it's it's nothing, it's nothing. History smiles on the principal. I don't know what that means, but it sounds good. Yeah, I it does sound good. Yeah, working yeah. on that one. Yeah, yeah. I'd wear, crank out your I'd wear a T-shirt that says that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, so uh, we will emerge from today with precisely the same number of uh, people believing precisely the same thing, and or it going against the Democrats because a couple of their big talking points have really been weakened. We are in the media, so I guarantee you. This is happening right now. CBS pulled the plug on impeachment and went back to let's make a deal. There are people in ABC and, and uh, NBC right now screaming, should we do that? I think we should. I don't think we should. I mean, they're they're yelling about that right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because one of the other networks did it, and they're worried they're going to get m- even more eyeballs right. from people who don't want to watch impeachment right. for their various daytime shows. I haven't watched Let's Make a Deal in years. Let's check it out. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, uh, quickly... Uh, the situation in China is still ugly. The, uh, the siege of the university campus there in Hong Kong is is diminishing, I guess. They're letting some of the kids out. They're arresting a bunch of them. A lot of the kids need medical help. And But uh, video has surfaced of goons, and I mean, they're obviously Chinese government agents. Goons setting fire to the printing presses of one of Hong Kong's leading truth-telling newspapers. Um, And it's amazing. They have high-def, full-color, multiple-camera security footage of these goons coming in with clubs and a jug of gasoline, or whatever it is, an accelerant, and threatening the people, back off, back off. And the workers at the paper are like, what is going on? Who are you people? And there's some body language like, yeah, kiss my ass. They're it's, carrying batons also, which suggests if you don't back off, I'm going to hit you with this. Right, or clubs, as I said. <laughs> but um, they uh, they bully the people into a corner, and then there's security footage of splashing gasoline at the printing presses, and then the whole place goes up in flames. And the workers are, what the hell? And out they go. So, it, man, it's, are you kidding Smashing and burning printing presses? Hong Kong doesn't have a chance. That's well, they, old they, school, man. They closed down the independent bookstores over the last couple of years. I've been following that story as they closed down the stores. People who owned a bookstore, they would just disappear. 
Store wouldn't be open on Monday, and the person who owned that bookstore for years, the independent bookseller over in the corner, yeah. just disappeared. Nobody knows where they went. Oh, they went to a little uh, job training center in China. So they, they closed down most of the bookstores. Now they've burnt down this printing press. Uh, yeah, Little by little, Hong Kong doesn't have a chance. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have a chance. Did you see the video over the weekend of the military coming out of their barracks and yeah. jogging around town? <laughs> yes. Mm. In their shorts and T-shirts, a yep. bunch of studly young looking. Well, they looked like U.S. Marines. It was a Chinese military who have a base there, mm-hmm. and they've been staying in there. Unless there's a natural disaster or something, they never come off the base. But over the weekend, they came out and jogged around. Hey, everybody, just let you know the yeah. Chinese military is right over there. We're if here. Ever, yeah. you ever need us. Yeah. Yep, a bunch of us in really good shape, and we have guns. Anyway, enjoy your day. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, w- what the next level looks like is is a mystery to me. I'm in a, in a kind of sickened way looking forward to it, just because we're watching in a way we never could before, because of, you know, electronic media, the rest of it, um, a struggle between a free people and a would-be oppressor. And the dynamics of it are, are horrifying, but from a political science point of view, it's really crazy to be able to watch it happen. Yeah, w- yeah. watch the military guys go into a printing press and burn it down. And then the various rebels and protesters are tweeting what they're doing, why they're doing it, and sending you a video. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Quick dip into the impeachment inquiry pool. We got the Battle of the Titans, Democrats lining up for a game-changing debate, and Taylor Swift's long personal nightmare is over. (laughs) Thank God. I think it's pretty consequential that CBS turned away from the impeachment hearings today. Democrats can't be happy about that. It's not as easy to captivate America and convince them that this is a huge deal if one of the big three networks says, nah, we're kind of bored with this. Yeah, we were talking about the shouting in the aisles of the networks. I'll bet they're at Democratic National Committee headquarters. They're saying, we just lost CBS. Oh, God. We just lost CBS. Well, and from talking to Cheryl Atkinson over the years, we know there are people on the phone with CBS, politicians and political lobbyists, pressuring them hard. What are you doing? Right. Right. Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, we'll give you a couple of quick highlights from the impeachment inquiry so far in the House of Representatives. you got your national security uh, Ukraine expert, Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vindman who's been answering questions. At one point, he was pressed by the Republican Council about an offer he had gotten to work in the Ukrainian government as Minister of Defense. I'm an American. I came here when I was a toddler, and I immediately dismissed these offers, did not entertain them. Vindman brought to the Ukraine by to the U.S. Uh, as a child by his father. And again, he was asked, well, were you approached? And he said, yeah, I was, but ah, I'm not interested. Another question for Vindman dealt with Rudy Giuliani's work in Ukraine. Is it normal for, the, for a private citizen, a non-U.S. government official, to get involved in foreign policy and foreign affairs like Mr. Giuliani? I don't know if I have the experience to say that, but uh, it certainly wasn't helpful and it didn't help advance U.S. national security interests. Not helpful. Oh, I got to look at this from CBS News. Yeah. So one of the reasons they went away, Jonathan Turley, their legal analyst. I have to tell you, I don't believe Democrats have made out a case for bribery either under the modern definition or the fra- how the framers understood it. There you go. So the legal analyst for CBS is saying, man, I don't think there's in- something impeachable there. They're, they're not liking that either. <laughs> 
I have a strong feeling, because we lived through, we worked through the Clinton impeachment deal. And it's seen pretty widely as uh, a mistake and uh, a waste of time. and it, Well, not entirely, but pretty widely. And it felt a hell of a lot more serious in the midst of it than this one does. This one feels like a real reach. I can't wait till history writes about this. Yeah. Coming up, we've got the latest Democratic presidential debate that's going to be happening tomorrow night in Atlanta. Two hours. Two hours. Yes! Okay. Ten candidates. Not three hours. Two hours. Ten is still too many. So, Mayor Pete's in first place by ten in Iowa. That makes him the target this time around. But Joe said earlier, what do you attack him on? And I don't know. What do you attack him on? He doesn't have that incredibly uh, easy-to-attack policy like Elizabeth does and Bernie do. He doesn't slash people with straight razors or wrap chains around their head (laughs) or be old as hell. Just a lightweight. They will. There will. I don't think they go after him directly. It's too early and too risky because he's a he's a likable guy. Yeah. I think they just make vague references to being inexperienced or, um, you know, not not ready for the moment, not ready for the office. Only one small town election sort of things. Yeah. I could see that maybe coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. We'll see. Meanwhile, we've got two correction officers on duty the night Jeffrey Epstein was uh, killed himself in a Manhattan jail cell. Or did he? They have been charged now with falsifying prison records. Details being made public later today, but multiple sources say the charges center around the guards' failure to check in on Epstein every 30 minutes as required and then covering it all up by falsifying the prison records. Yeah, they, as I said the day we went on the air on that Monday. Maybe they were paid off to do that on purpose, but maybe. And I think the more likely thing is that this is what these prison guards do all the time. They don't do all the stuff they're supposed to do on their shift, and they sign their paper at the end of the day lying, saying that they did. I will tell you this. I have heard that story over and over and over again. Various inmates' suicides or or beatings or whatever. Well, it turns out that he wasn't checked like he was supposed to be, and the records were falsified. Yeah, I I don't think it's some grand conspiracy where Hillary Clinton clapped this, uh, you know, uh, crept in with a, a bludgeon and beat him down. You know, it's like think, yeah. my first radio job. Yeah. I was supposed to play the legal ID at the top of the hour every hour. Oh, By yes. law, I had to play the legal ID that said, you're listening to KJLS Hayes, Kansas. Actually, I said that. I was supposed to say that at the top of the every hour. And I was working the overnight shift. Well, the ones that happened at midnight, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., and 5 a.m., they didn't get played because I was asleep. And then I would sign a piece of paper in the morning that said I played them all. I check into the uh, statute of limitations on that. Yeah, you can be guilty of a federal radio. Uh, yeah, I really should yeah. report you. Yeah, no kidding. I signed the piece of paper that says, yes, I played them all. And then... Uh, and that's the way I went about my business. That's what you do with government forums. <laughs> you know, my first uh, job in radio, I had to sign the station on in the yeah, morning. Right. And uh, the problem was, it was a it was a daytimer. It would literally literally turn off at some point at midnight or whatever, and then power up again at, at six a.m. And uh, if I overslept, the radio station would not exist. <laughs> and not only would the entire audience know it, which right. was small, believe me, but uh, and you know a great deal of the town would know it. There were transmitter logs. 
Because I had to like press a bunch of buttons and fire up again. So there was no lying about it. I was just stone busted. And half the town I lived in, and no, oh, Joe must have. <laughs> can you give him a call? See if you can wake him yeah. up. Hey, <laughs> hey, you live next door. To bang on his window. <laughs> Meanwhile, I suppose I should have looked into the statute of limitations. I hope I don't end up in the pen for that. You could be in Leavenworth next to the Unabomber. Supermax in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, positive Sean. Uh, yeah, so from the, I guess there's a hearing also going on, not the impeachment one, about uh, something tied to the Epstein's, or the Epstein uh, death. And uh, uh, John Kennedy, Joe Kennedy, what's his name? John, John, Ken- John, John Kennedy, Kennedy had, had, a, had this to say. Christmas ornaments, drywall, and Jerry Epstein. Name three things that don't hang themselves. It's... That's what the American people think. Oh, well, possums on the stump. <laughs> oh, God. I was just looking up Southern expressions. <laughs> he tries so hard. <laughs> wow. I find, I find him funny, but he does really try hard to have the, the quote of the day for the Christmas news. ornaments, drywall, and Jerry Epstein. Oh, boy. Name oh. three things that don't hang themselves. <laughs> but so he's going with the somebody killing him angle or whatever. Clearly. Yeah. You know why? Because somebody killed him. Do you, do you think so? 100%. Really? You believe somebody Not killed him? Not a doubt in my mind. God, he had so many reasons to kill himself. Who wants to Who wants to go to prison and even live in that lifestyle? And the, but the medical records, the things that are broken that don't typically break when you do that to yourself, I believe. So uh, I think it was Hillary. Compelling. Hillary slipped in there and killed him in the night? Uh, exactly. Choked him out. <laughs> <laughs> what? Slid the hooks in like she's a UFC fighter and just... She just came up behind him and just choked him out with her forearm. (laughs) Right on the carotid. Barbaric! Out go the lights! (laughs) Uh, The entire country breathing a national sigh of relief as we learn Taylor Swift will now be allowed to perform her old songs at the 2019 American Music Awards this weekend. Justice! The arc of history bends toward justice. <laughs> history smiles on the principle. What? Yes. You're still trying to sell that one, are you? Good luck. Big Machine Label Group has agreed to grant all licenses of their artist performances. She will be able to entertain. Okay. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I'm trying to picture myself as a teenage lad, just absolutely besotten with music. Just just a bigger music freak than I am now. If somebody said to me, before long, you can see any of your favorite bands playing live or their music videos or their interviews or or whatever, anytime you want. You just dial it up and, and, you know, if they've ever had a concert recorded, you can just listen to it or watch it or whatever. I'd have freaked. Oh, yeah. I couldn't have believed it. Oh, yeah. So now we're supposed to be excited that, and I quote, Taylor Swift is going to be on TV? <laughs> what? Singing her song. Yeah. What? Her greatest hits. <laughs> Songs from back in the day she hasn't been allowed to sing. In a related story, they now have milk at the grocery store. Yeah, we know. We know. Oh. So, so I was looking into a, a, a collection of Southern sayings uh, inspired by their uh, John Kennedy there from Louisiana. Uh, if a woman's, uh, well, he's... Uh, her pants are so tight, I could see her religion. Hmm. That's a good one. I like. Uh, <laughs> it's so dry. The, it's so dry. The trees are bribing the dogs. Oh, that's a good one. That's dry. It's that drier is. than popcorn farts around here. Oh. Wow, I don't. 
I don't know what to... I don't like I mean, that is one that at all. inspired by or does the popcorn themselves? Oh, speaking of which, Eric Swalwell, the shocking, uh, shocking expulsion. Are we revisiting that? That's the shot that's heard around <laughs> the world. <laughs> the um, we have to revisit that coming up. <laughs> Let's see. He couldn't find his ass with both hands in his back pockets. That's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. That's like the one about the boot. Man, did I laugh the first time I heard That's it. a good one. Would you like to do the honor, sir? Couldn't pour urine out of a boot if the instructions were on the bottom. <laughs> Why you'd be pouring urine out of a boot, I don't know. Right. And it's hard to imagine you would require yeah. instructions, but there they are right. on the bottom. Right. <laughs> You're holding the boot up high and then looking up at the bottom, apparently, in this scenario. It feels like the metaphor works with any liquid. I don't know, I don't know why. Exactly. And, or any and, container. Yeah. And what kind of the town you run in with a bunch of boot pissers running around? It's just it's wrong. It's ugly. Armstrong and Getty. Chris, so far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. And the complaint that I've heard from Republicans... So you're sure that's... that's you believe that that's Eric Swalwell, congressman yes. from California. Yes, former presidential candidate. He was on Chris Matthews yesterday on Hardball. I've seen this in a number of other places, so I guess it's uh, gotten some attention, but... Uh, funny coincidence. Small well, not smell well, please. Funny coincidence on the uh, impeachment hearings which are going on right now. It's time for Swalwell to do a little of his questioning. Oh, really? So we could dip into a little bit of that as he questions uh, the people on uh, on the Ukraine phone call. But you will agree that Vice President Pence did not bring up the Bidens. Is that correct? That's correct. He did not. He did not bring up investigations. No. Is one reasonable explanation that although Vice President Pence will do a lot of things for President Trump, that he was not willing to bring up investigations in Biden's because right. he thought it was wrong? I can't be part of this nonsense. We had I can't not be part of this nonsense. in any of the preparatory sessions with the Vice President. Oh, I don't believe. I do not believe that the Congress from California is actually doing that as he is questioning during the impeachment hearings. Oh it was a one-time God. mistake that oh. could happen to anybody yesterday on cable news. <laughs> Not an ongoing medical issue. Baked bean day at the Capitol. Capitol commissary. I don't believe that second part to be accurate. <laughs> the first one was real. Oh, in these troubled times, Jack, isn't it good to laugh? Isn't it healthy? I think it is. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I think the fact that CBS bailed on the impeachment hearings today and went back to regular programming means something. Well, I guarantee it does. Yeah. It's a political thing. It's not a legal thing. A political thing means it's about how into it people are and how exciting it is. And CBS didn't think it was exciting and people aren't into it enough that it was better than airing Let's Make a Deal or Judge Judy or whatever else they right. had to play. And keeping in mind, there are new witnesses to come in the afternoon and I think five more later in the week. And these are the, all the old was Sondland that we're supposed to be excited about. We'll see. Reminds me of the debate tomorrow night. This debate's really good. Okay. I tell you what. I'm, I've uh, officially adopted the it's going to be garbage. <laughs> and if it's, a, it's the beauty of pessimism, you're never disappointed. You're sure. either right or that you're, or you're, you're uh, pleasantly surprised. Yeah. 
this this week is going to end with a serious crisis among Nancy Pelosi and the Democratic leadership on how to go forward. Do we keep doing this? They brought out their rock star witnesses, and I think they're going to see support for impeach and remove decline. Probably not much, because as we discussed earlier, the current numbers um, are about 41 for impeach and remove, 43 against it, so a tie, and 81% of people saying they've already made up their minds. So, I mean, if they were to get the entire 19% to go, yes, get rid of them, well, okay, then the path is clear. But there's no freaking way that's going to happen. Not even close. And so the best case, I think, is they hold on to about a 50-50 thing after their big dog and pony show. Don't they take a two-week Thanksgiving break starting next week? I think that's right. Yeah, two weeks. So there's this week. So, yeah. If, if If the three networks, by the end of the week, it wouldn't surprise me if all three networks have bailed. And then they've got to decide, do we come back two weeks after Thanksgiving and try to do this again? Because by then, it's really going to seem like old news. I mean, God. When Congress has been out of session for two weeks and we're all back after Thanksgiving, the idea of, and we've got more hearings with more people we've never heard of saying the same thing again about the call. Right. Oh, my God. The call was dumb. We know. Uh, Nancy is, even now, having her minions write her the speech, which she will deliver with her wide eyes, um, saying... (laughs) saying um, what the president did was egregious, it was inexcusable, it was a betrayal of all that is holy, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, improper uh, political uh, opponents, zabba-dabba-doo, we've heard it all. But we have decided as a caucus that we are going to let the American people be the jury. And we believe in the American people. And in November, we urge you to pass judgment. And, in effect, uh, long and short, we're not going to do the impeachment thing, even though we said we were, and uh, and come out and vote in November. You know, because Chuck Schumer could be in her ear saying, look, pulling several of our candidates off the trail during January and February doesn't seem like a good idea to me. So that's another reason not to go forward. Unless the old triple reverse, the money people are saying, hey, Chuck, get the two communists off the trail. Who knows? Well, Chuck and Getty have been blessed the most. And have disproportionately extracted by whatever skill more and more from the national airwaves. They're going to have to share more of that with their final thoughts. There you go. Here's yeah. your host, Joe Getty. It made me chuckle. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. There he is, our producer, Positive Sean. Final thought? Yes, I think by getting to the bottom of it, was it, was it Chris Matthews? Was it Swalwell? I think we did some good today, gentlemen. I'm, uh, I'm proud of today's show. Here, here. Oh, jeez. Marshall <laughs> Phillips, our esteemed newsman. Final thought? Well, I got to tell you, I caved to my cravings. I went out and bought another rasher of scratchers. Oh, 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 last, oh last time. Rehab. I promise. Oh, Heard it before, Marshall. Oh, well. Oh, boy. Uh, Michelangelo, a final thought for us? Uh, yeah, today the Democrats lost CBS, but they gained Wayne Brady and whatever's behind door number three. Sad. Mm. Nice. Uh, Jack, do you have a final thought you'd like to share I, with I us? I did not get to my list of the official foods you're not allowed to fly with during this holiday season, according to the TSA. Cheese you're not allowed to fly with, cranberry sauce, main course meats. You can fly with your second tier and tertiary meats, <laughs> but not your main course meats. What? Maybe we'll get to that list tomorrow. Oh, I think I know why, but we will talk about that. 
It's a notion only enunciated by uh, a couple of people a couple of times until fairly recently, but it's getting more credence. We'll talk about it tomorrow on the show. The idea of uncoupling our economy from China. The case for it, the more you think about it, the more compelling it is. That's so, interesting stuff. Buy up your cheap underpants now. Really? Most of those are made in Vietnam now anyway, because China's gotten too expensive. But. So, the end of cheap Chinese crap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, join us. Yeah. That, that's darn interesting stuff. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have our podcasts there. We got the uh, the Swalwell video. It's shocking. It's, it's horrifying. Um, and all sorts of good stuff. You can email us anytime. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Yeah, but we will see you tomorrow. What was I going to say with impeachment highlights? I doubt it. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> That's good. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? Chris, so far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat. Armstrong and Getty.